This is Randy Hasman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your weekly industry news brief for February 10th. First, HHS plans for the federal COVID-19 public health emergency to end on May 11th. Yesterday, the agency's secretary, Xavier Becerra, sent a letter to U.S. governors. He informed them that effective tomorrow, he is renewing the PHE for 90 days. He anticipates this to be the last time for renewal. To help with this transition, HHS also attached a fact sheet to the letter with information on what will be affected with the PHE's end. HHS says this generally won't affect access to COVID-19 vaccines and certain treatments like Paxlovid and Ligabrio. HHS says the requirement for private insurance companies to cover COVID-19 tests without cost sharing will end. However, plans may still cover it. CMS is expected to provide additional information in the coming days. Second, according to a report from Fox affiliate WXMI, Trinity Health St. Mary's Hospital locked down its emergency department last night due to a bomb threat. According to a Grand Rapids Police Department report, a 65-year-old man was released from the ER yesterday, but returned that night. He set down a paper bag and told hospital security there was a bomb in it. Security evacuated the ER and locked down the rest of the hospital before the police arrived. An x-ray by the bomb squad revealed an insulated drinking glass, a banana, and an orange were the only contents of the bag. An hour and a half later, the hospital resumed normal business. The man was taken to jail pending a review of possible charges. Third, after avian flu has begun spreading to mammals, who warns the risk to humans may begin to rise? Who says the current risk is low, but that it could change? H5N1 is the current strain for over 25 years. It has transmitted to and between humans on rare and non-sustained occasions. CBS News reported yesterday that federal scientists are preparing to test the first vaccines in poultry against bird flu in years. The USDA's Animal and Plants Health Inspection Service says a record 58 million birds have died in the outbreak. Most were commercially raised poultry. The CDC says every state has detected the virus spreading among wild birds and 47 states have spotted them in poultry. The first report of the avian flu in mammals in the U.S. came in May, when Michigan and Minnesota both reported infected foxes. Of the nearly 900 global cases in humans reported since 2003, over half were fatal. Fourth, according to the CDC's latest estimates, the highly transmissible Omicron subvariant XBB.1.5 now accounts for 75% of all COVID-19 cases nationally. The CDC first began tracking XBB.1.5 separately from its parent strain XBB the week of December 31st. Its prevalence has steadily risen since then. However, the U.S. has not experienced a major winter surge. National COVID-19 cases have fallen 14% in the last two weeks. Hospitalizations have dropped 15%. Fifth, officials told NPR today that the Johns Hopkins Coronavirus Resource Center plans to shut down March 10th. The data tracker has been running since March 3rd, 2020. The tool was mostly run by women. 
It costs $13 million and has garnered more than 2.5 billion views since its launch. The tracker was a critical tool used daily by public health officials, researchers, and major media outlets. It guided decisions about mitigation measures and where drug companies should test vaccines. As the COVID-19 pandemic is entering a non-crisis phase, and the CDC is increasing data reporting, the university decided it would cease operations on the data tracker. Thank you for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.